Mr. Kupi Gunguluza, CEO of Careers Inc. Hashtag Student Night. Safe school mask campaign. Lots of work in that regard still to be done when we know a lot of schools have since been closed in the first couple of weeks of their being open because of still instances of the spread of the virus in that environment. Tell us more about your experience so far before you tell us about the safe school mask campaign. Good evening, Khubi. Good evening. Good evening, Sonia. How are you? I couldn't be better, thank you. How do you do? I'm well, sir. You're abandoned. Very cold. You're telling me. How way? Very well. Very <laughs> excited to be alive at this, you know. We give thanks, uh, yes. with, um, uh, with everything that's going on in the world. And we're trying our best just to, to curb here and there. But I'm very well. Excellent, excellent. Tell us then about the Safe School Mask campaign, what it's about, what initially would have been your response to it, and what you have picked up is also something that you have had to respond to, even though it might not have been your initial thought. Yes, no. Um, basically, what we do as a company, we host the Soweto Career Expo every year, and this year was going to be the 13th year of the Soweto Career Expo. But because of whatever what is going on, we uh, we had to postpone the expo to only happen on the 5th of, of November. So we thought to ourselves, what else can we do then? You know, because our role in the community is to empower, you know, our young leaders uh, in terms of career development. But now with the pandemic, we thought, let's take it upon ourselves uh, to approach corporate, to approach uh, people to come and help us with providing masks, you know, for the great, uh, for, 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 for the schools in Soweto. Of course, you do need assistance from the greater South African community. How, to the extent that you have been able to get support from private hands or private funds or donors, have you been able to galvanize that support? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, we started with Vomatel, came on board, you know. They support a lot of schools, uh, so they decided to come on board with us. Uh, we are speaking to a couple of CETAs. You know, there's, you know, some companies haven't confirmed, but we have, um, um, we've got uh, good traction. You know, um, and the special thing, the reason why we're having so much traction is because we don't just only give out the masks. We've taken upon ourselves to also provide the schools that we give masks to. We give them websites as well because we feel that people need resources, people need information to, um, uh, to be empowered about the pandemic. So what we've decided to do is to get our schools online and make sure that there is a, a communication tool from home to the parents about the pandemic, where we are, uh, what the restrictions mean, um, how to protect ourselves. And also, the great thing about what we're doing as well is also putting career development information within the website so that the great child at least can be uh, some kind of exposed to what careers are out there, what bursaries, what internships. So we've, we've taken a holistic approach to mm, mm. to this challenge. Yeah, you are right, because I mean, it does sound like not only are you responding to the immediate health issue that is at hand right now, but in a way you are dovetailing or coupling up, if you like, as a life orientation platform as well. Tell us more then about the life orientation aspect of your interventions in these schools. Okay, so basically what we do, we partner obviously again with corporate, with government, with uh, with the seaters and everybody, and then and then we just it's an information dissemination platform, or you know that's where we just give information because I think our people, it's 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 not that um, uh, uh, we don't 
want to achieve. It's just that we don't, we're not well equipped with the information to make the best decisions, you know. So that's what our company does. We make sure that we go out there and we give learners as much information as possible. So that's what now we're going to do this, this year for the first time. We're going to do it on an online platform, to the, especially for the schools that we, we've been working with for the past 12 years. And, of course, this campaign is not just about the Safe School Mask campaign. It's going to evolve. As you are considering your work and some of the ideas that are coming through from some of your stakeholders, how do you see the development of this campaign going on on a more sustained basis? Basically, what's going to happen, the websites are not just going to be there just for the COVID moment. It's for the rest of, you know, it's, it's going to empower the schools from now till whenever. So, so now we're going to build resources around the school websites so that the community, because um, the biggest challenge also with our schools is that there's no communication tool between parents, you know, uh, and the school. You know, and our counterpart schools, you know, your model team, they've got like eight channels to communicate with parents, SMS, email, uh, D6 communicator, and all of that. And we have a non-existent one. You, know, you were just given that piece of paper and you lose it, you know, on your way home. So that's what we're trying to create. We're trying to create a more uh, open space for parents and teachers and learners uh, uh, to communicate well. Because then once there is that communication, you'll find teachers will up their game, learners will up their game, and parents will be more involved, which is what ultimately what we need. I am interested in if you could just speak a little deeper in terms of the relationships because we know that it is a seriously contested terrain of the school, not contested in the adverse sense, but because there are just so many parties who have obligations at law to the school, the parents, the teachers, the departments, be it Department of Health, Education and Social Development, certainly when you're talking about children. And then, of course, you got these stakeholders like yourselves who are looking at a particular school or the education set up broadly in a society have got the ways and means to improve the outcomes of a school and mm. school life. How then do you engage the multitude of voices and persons in the same room for the kind of work you are doing? Okay. Being, being online as a school, you know, you are able to synchronize all these stakeholders that you, you, you've mentioned. Now, all of a sudden, in one space, uh, uh, you'll find the SGB now is able to communicate with the department. The department is able to... So, so because at the moment, everybody is pulling their own side. So now by having this online platform that we're trying to create, we make sure that everybody, whatever is said, is put on the... You know, is recorded. It's put on the website. It's about laws. It's about how things are done, you know. So this is one platform where we can actually synchronize and also get to meet up without even have to go and see each other, but we can meet now virtually, we can meet and, and discuss things. Uh, because at the moment to actually have some kind of dialogue, you know, amongst the stakeholders, it's so difficult. Because our parents, we know, they work from seven to seven, so they don't have time to be going to, 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 to school meetings or to, you know. So this is one platform now that we can use, you know, an online platform to mm. make sure that all these stakeholders are synchronized and, and, and they can put together one word towards, you know, and, and one effort towards our education. Is this not currently a problem or does it not 
present as an immediate problem very soon. The fact that, yes, you are going online, yes, you are going online, yes, you have to go online, and yes, online is necessary in the light of how COVID has to be dealt with, that many people might yet be left behind. We do know that, especially in the types of schools and lower quintile schools, that is, that you are operating in, the online facilities are not as readily available. And even if they are, persons are not necessarily conversant with the technology that is in in play. Hence, we're starting the conversation. I mean, Vula, uh, uh, sorry, Vumatel, including um, fiber optics, Emalukshini, and whichever school that it goes past, it gives them free Wi-Fi. You know, so we are partnering with them. It gives them free Wi-Fi, then we can now put now the systems and put and put the website and put, you know, the platform for this. So I'm not saying it's something that will happen immediately to cover the whole country, but we have to start somewhere so that, you know, we see that there is an adoption and, and hopefully uh, we will get some big funders that will say, listen, we will come on board, we'll help with this, you know? Careers Inc. through the Stay Safe School Mask campaign is currently facilitating large-scale bulk of proudly South African-made, high-quality, reusable and washable face masks for schools and the education community at large. Their mission is to get communities that need to get these masks to all those that need it most. Now, how do we ensure that their beneficiaries have some way of ownership? I'm, I'm positing this to you just simply because I tend to ask this question whenever there's, if you like, a philanthropic de- philanthropic deed that is taking place. How do you ensure that this remains a transaction? In other words, you have taken all the time and resources and the effort to put this campaign together and you come and give persons certain materials, which they very much need, of course. How then do you ensure from an ownership perspective that there's a transaction? Do they have to do anything to own this? Do they have to do anything to pay it forward, so to speak, so that there is an ongoing investment in the community as opposed to them just being beneficiaries? Wow. Uh, That's a new one, but I like it. Look, I I think because this is just a reaction from... Yes, pandemic. yes, I appreciate so, so didn't think that far, but you've given me something to think about. Uh, but obviously, uh, we, we are going to have a workshop, you know, where every school that receives our mask, we are going to do a workshop where the workshop is for the learners, and we're also going to do training uh, for the teachers. So obviously, within that, we'll try and come up with something that, you know, I think I like what you've suggested, and I'll, I'll take you on it. Uh, to 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 come up with a way not just to receive our 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 mask and 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 resources, but to try and 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 and, and task them to do something about it. Excellent. But well, to be honest, we haven't thought that far. At the moment, we just wanted to 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 provide the solution. And you certainly are doing that. And we thank you certainly on behalf of the South African community at large that you are doing the kinds of things you are doing. It is when these initiatives take form and shape, as yours certainly is bound to do, that the world, South Africa's world, that is, becomes a better place. Mr. Khopi Kunguluza, CEO of Careers Incorporated.